0: I'm Steve Higgins and welcome to my latest podcast. This one's called A Matter of Perspective. Quite a while back, probably over two years ago, I seemed to be having problems focusing my right eye. My right eye is actually my good eye. The other, the left one, is what my optician has always called my lazy eye. Years ago as a schoolboy, I had to watch TV for an hour a day with a patch over my good eye. This was supposed to make my left eye, the lazy one, its weight a bit more. That was successful to a point, but the right one has always been better. I called the doctor and he recommended that I go to see my optician. So I called Specsavers. They couldn't fit me in at first, but when I mentioned the eye problem, they asked me to come in straight away. I had an eye test and the problem was resolved. I needed a new prescription, they said. No health issues at all. Well, I wasn't happy, so a more senior optometrist was called in, and he concurred. All I needed was a new prescription. I still wasn't happy. Uh, At the time, my right eye seemed to be all gummy, and I felt that maybe I had some kind of infection. I started rinsing the eye with a saltwater solution and some Optrex, and after a week, it all seemed to clear up. I have to admit, I was a little scared for a while. After all, it wasn't as if it was my bad eye. My good eye was the problem one. What would have happened if it had gone worse if I had lost the sight in that eye? I wouldn't be able to drive, wouldn't be able to get to work, no more motorhoming holidays. It would have been difficult to even write with just my bad eye. Yes, looking back, that was actually a serious health scare, perhaps even the scariest health scare that I've ever had. I went back to pick up my new specs about 10 days later, and surprise, surprise, I couldn't see a thing through them. No wonder I'd had an eye test when my right eye wasn't working properly. I still think I had an eye infection that they hadn't spotted in the opticians. So another eye test followed. It was with a newfangled gadget that I had to put my head into and the optician changed lenses with a touch of the button. I wasn't comfortable but at least my eye seemed better and a few weeks later I had a brand new pair of specs. They weren't perfect but at least I could see pretty well. This year I had another eye test at a different opticians. This time I went to Boots. The optician seemed to be a little more precise than the previous ones. And not only that, he gave me an eye test in the traditional way, you know, with the frames um, in which he slips in different lenses and asks questions like, is this better, is this worse and so on. All seemed pretty good until I saw the prices of the glasses they were selling. Being a card carrying typewad, I declined to pay those high street prices and just then found various internet stores selling bargain price specs. I sometimes find it's a little creepy when you do a few searches on Google for something I don't know, specs, an electric saw, a digital camera, or whatever. And the next thing you know, every site that you look at that carries advertising, all you can see are adds for specs, electric saws, and digital cameras. Just shows you what those little inoffensive little things called cookies do when you let them into your personal cyber world. Anyway, I bought off specs from a company called Goals for You. They're based in the USA, and they look. Pretty cheap. Almost just as I was about to press the buy now button, a discount voucher pinged up on my screen and I was able to buy my first internet spectacles at a very low price, indeed. I waited a hell of a long time for those specs, but in the current Covid-weary world there wasn't much else to do except watch TV, listen to music and look for more things to buy on eBay. One day my new specs arrived, I tried them on and the result was amazing. I wasn't struggling to see small things anymore, everything was pin sharp. Watching the new Formula one season opener on TV, I can actually see those little boxes they display on the broadcast, showing you the current standings, the lap times, what tires each driver was using and so on. To those of you with 2020 vision, you might not understand, but seeing perfectly and sharply is nothing short of wonderful. The great thing with my new spec is that I click the box for what I've always called reactolite lenses, actually photochromic lenses that react to bright light and darken when it's sunny. Believe me, I was going around taking in things as if I'd never seen them before. Fashion is a pretty big part of spectacles. Lots of top designers produce trendy spectacle frames and the resulting product can have a fairly hefty price tag. When I was a school kid growing up on a council estate, I always wore National Health Spectacles with National Health Frames. You know the ones I mean, the ones with black plastic frames. Sometimes I got call names like Specky Four Eyes. I never liked those frames, but as I grew up, I got the chance to actually have some trendier frames. I always liked those metal rimmed ones, probably still at school when I got my first pair. Only after moaning and begging and pleading to my mother, she probably brought those glasses just to shut me up. One day when I left school and could afford to pay for my own frames, I bought some aviator styles. I've always loved that aviator shape. You know what I mean. You know, that sort of stylish aerodynamic looking frame. I even had a pair with smoked graduated lenses. And I remember wearing those when I went to France with my best friend. I was 21 and had the whole world at my feet. I was in Paris having just packed my job in and I was having the time of my life. And I love those glasses. A lot of years later, when my optician recommended a pair of reading glasses, I still had those same old aviator frames and had them turned into reading glasses. Now that I've turned to the internet, I'm the proud owner of quite a few new pairs of cheap specs. My favourites are probably the rimless ones, but they do have a bit of an annoying element. Almost, but not quite outside of my vision to the right and to the left are two hinges that connect to the spectacle arms. I can't quite see them, but I can feel them there, just at the periphery of my vision, and they are really annoying. Of course, you might be thinking, why even bother with glasses? It's the 21st century. I could get contact lenses or even have laser treatment. Laser treatment? You mean like when they fire laser beams into your eyes? Oh, I don't think so. I've worn glasses from ever since I can remember, so I think I'll stick with them if you don't mind. One of my earliest memories was as a very young schoolboy going for that regular meeting with the school nurse, or Nitty Nora as we referred to her. For us spectacle wearers, the first thing Nitty used to ask was to take off your glasses and place them down on the table. That was okay if you put them face up, but bad if you set them face down, because that way the lens will get scrapped by the table top. Elton John is probably the most famous spectacle wearer of all time. He even once had a pair of specs with little windscreen wipers. John Lennon is another famous spectacle wearer. He wore those famous round glasses that you will see if you just type Lennon glasses into Google. The glasses he was wearing when he was shot dead in 1980 were used by Yoko Ono to protest against gun violence. She also used the picture on her solo album Season of Glass, which I've always found hugely shocking. But then shock was an emotion that she and Lennon used frequently in their work. Superman wore glasses too. Clark Kent, Superman's alter ego, wore a set of black plastic specs as a disguise. How Lewis Lane, who worked with Clark at the Daily Planet newspaper, never noticed that Clark was just Superman wearing a suit and a pair of glasses, I'll never know. The funny thing is that the glasses that i have always hated those black plastic ones that Clark and my younger self wore are actually today pretty fashionable. So today I've got quite a few pairs of new specs. Which ones shall I wear today? That's all from me. To read my blog, go to stevieginslive.com. To listen to my next podcast, subscribe to Letters from an Unknown Author. Thanks for listening.